Okay, hello everybody. Welcome back to another Lukutu Maharan Shear. Uh, I'm excited to be learning with everyone. We haven't done a Shear in some time. Uh, I'm Shia Sussman. And uh, before we begin, as always, a little bit of housekeeping, as I like to say. Uh, these are all text-based classes. This is our 39th inside text-based class about what does Rebbe Nachman actually say. Uh, if you're interested, if you are interested in more classes, uh, you could go to breslov.org and you could see the classes on video, or you could go to my SoundCloud, which has classes and audio that, that uh, even from the beginning classes that aren't found on breslov.org. So you go to SoundCloud at Shai Sussman or Nach Daily. So now we're going to jump into the piece. We're going to introduce it. Uh, tonight, I wanted to learn lesson Ayin Reish Beis in Lakutamaran. That is lesson 272. Uh, there's a reason why I wanted to learn this. It's because tonight is the Gaiusha New Year's. <laughs> and this piece is about starting over again. And Rav Hutner, Zatzal, Rav Hutner used to say that if something is uh, by the Gaiim and it seems to be an okay thing that they're taking New Year's resolutions, so he used to say, why not by us? Why not by us? Why can't we take on resolutions about things that we want to accomplish? Uh, goals in learning, goals in Ruchnius, goals in Yiddishkeit. So I felt that, that we're going to learn from Rabbi Nachman that, that not only is every month a new year, not only is every day a new year, but we're going to learn this short piece from Rabbi Nachman that every moment is a new year. <laughs> every second is a new year. So we're going to learn from uh, Lukut Maran, Lesson 272. We're going to learn a little bit from Shvachayaran story about Rebbe Nachman. And then we're going to see a little bit in Lukut Alachas from Reb Nassim. So I'm going to pull up the screen share. And then we're kind of just going to jump right in. Let me find the screen share over here. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Hold on one second. Okay, there we go. Hold on, let me just do the screen share. So I was having some difficulties, technical difficulties tonight. Okay, this is lesson. Everyone can see that, everyone's good. Okay, this is lesson, Ayin Reish Bays. It's actually, if you would be following the letters, you'll see there's Reish, Ayin, Aleph, and then it goes to Ayin, Reish, Bez, right? So the reason why it's really Reish, Ayin, Bez, but many Svarim do this because over here it says Erev, which is evening time, which seems to be nicer than Reish, Ayin, Bez, which would spell the word Rav, which would mean a famine, which would be like a, not a good time. We don't want a famine. So you'll see there are certain letters in Svarim that classically gets switched around. This one is one of them, and it's no different here in Lukut Maran. So we're gonna jump right in. It's a short piece, short and powerful. Hayom im Today, if you listen to my voice, that's the Pasuk in Tehillim. Hashem. This is a tremendous rule in serving God. Shalom yasim leneged enav ki'im oso hayom. You should only put in front of your eyes only that day. Whether it's with financial or whether it's with your needs, 
you should only look at that day. You shouldn't think of other days. Kimuva b'svarim, like Svarim explained. And also when it comes to serving Hashem, you should only put in front of your eyes only that day and only that hour. We're going to explain all this and go deeper. Because when a person wants to enter into serving Hashem, it seems it's like a heavy burden. How am I ever going to accomplish? How am I ever going to do? How am I ever going to become a Tamil Chacham? How am I ever going to become an Ovid? How am I going to accomplish all these things? How am I just going to keep a lacha? It seems like a heavy burden. It's impossible to tolerate such a burden. But when you think to yourself, I'm only going to do it just for today. It won't be a burden at all. And also, you won't push yourself from day to day saying, right? You're not going to procrastinate. <laughs> and you're not going to say, tomorrow I'm going to start. Tomorrow I'm going to learn. Tomorrow I'm going to dive in. Tomorrow I'm going to do, accomplish what I want. And when it comes to anything, tomorrow I'm going to give tzedakah. Tomorrow I'm going to be a better person. Tomorrow I'm going to uh, do his spite of this. Tomorrow I'm going to learn halacha, right? Because a person only has in this world the exact moment, the exact day, and the exact hour, the exact moment that he finds himself in. Because tomorrow is a totally different word. Today, if you listen to my voice, specifically emphasizing the word for today, it's today, specifically, a person needs to look at the Havin and understand this. Okay, so let's just recap a little bit. So Rabbi Nachman says, Today, we only have today. You only person only needs to look. Well, let me just mute. Okay, a person only needs to look. A person needs to look at themselves. They need to look at their service of God as if they only have today. Why? Why? He says, what's going to happen? A person looks, they say, how am I going to be a Tamil Chacham? How am I going to finish Shas? How am I going to be Erlich? How am I going to do all these things? So a person's mind races forward, and they don't even begin. Right? Because it looks like there's so much to accomplish. It looks like there's so much to do. So a person doesn't even wind up doing what they can do. The very fact that it seems that there's so much to accomplish, there's so much to do, that enough, enough overwhelms a person and a person doesn't even try, doesn't even get off the ground to accomplish anything whatsoever, right? So I think we could all relate to this. This doesn't need much explanation, right? And he also says the inverse. What's the inverse? He says the inverse is, is that the inverse is, is that a person says, oh, it's so much to do. I'll do it tomorrow. They procrastinate, right? I'll push it off. So what happens is, is that a person's not able to accomplish what they want to accomplish because they either don't even take on such Kabbalah, they don't even take on such a thing, such an avoda that they're going to do because they say, what's the point? There's no way that I'm going to be able to do it, right? And on the other hand, right, they say, no, nah, 
tomorrow i'll do it now's not a good time now's not a good now i'm busy we're gonna see Nussan writes about this now i'm busy now's not a good time so because of these things a person says oh they have so many different things come distract the person every day saying now's not a good time right and the very fact that it might be very lofty to accomplish whatever the person wants to accomplish so between those two things nothing goes I don't have time. I can't do it. I'm not capable. I'm not smart enough. I'll give you a, a, a little bit of a personal example. I'll give you guys a little bit of a personal example about this. This this has happened with me. Is that uh, so? We just finished our first cycle in Nach Daily. For those of you who don't know, Nach Daily is every parak in Tanakh we've done in five minutes or less with bullet point summaries and write ups on it. So we finished everything, right? This over the course of five years, uh, you could see it on my SoundCloud working on the website soon, knockdaily.com. Should be up soon, Amir Tashem. And a, uh, we've done a- everything. So I always thought to myself, it's, it's close to a thousand classes on Navi that I've given. So I always said to myself, you say, oh, Shai, you give a thousand classes on Navi? The answer is no, I can't. But if you do it one class at a time, then you could, <laughs> right? You do it, you do it one parak at a time, you could. You do it one pasuk at a time, right? So a person starts naturally thinking that they're unable to accomplish. So they think, oh, it's overwhelming. So they don't even, they don't even start, uh, they don't even get off the ground. Another example of this. So this is, this is real New Year's resolution. <laughs> this is New, New Year's resolution. When we learn to take it moment by moment, we say, uh, I, can you learn one? Uh, can you learn a half of Amur Gemara? Yeah. Okay. Can you learn... A full Amud? Another another half of Amud? Yeah, so now you can learn a full Amud. Can you learn one full Amud? Can you learn another Amud? Yeah, so now you learn a blot. Can you learn one blot? One Dafa Gemara? Yeah, so now you can learn two. <laughs> if you can learn two, then you can learn three. But we don't even start. We don't even get off the ground. Uh, this is something, and we're gonna, I'm going to bring a few examples of this as we learn, but this is something that uh, is, is, is recognized by everybody. And Rabbi Nachman said this over 200 years ago, right? So in my Flatbush office, practicing as a therapist, a, uh, I have sobriety coins for certain clients of mine where in AA, the expression is one day at a time, right? Everyone knows one day at a time. One day, can you not drink? One day I could do. I tell my clients one minute at a time. One minute, can you not drink? That I could do. So then you could do two minutes, right? So I have these two deeply pro... So uh, in AA, it's common in 12-step programs, for those of you who don't know, uh, it's common that people get coins and it's like a token of appreciation. It's a reminder. It's something that they could see. And, you know, you're clean 24 hours, you're clean 90 days, you're clean a year, two years, right? And you get different weighted coins uh, to hold on to. So I have two coins in my office that, that are very profound to me, very profound coins. One coin, it says, a sobriety coin, it says 24 hours. I love that coin. Why? Because it doesn't say one day. One day, that I can't do. 24 hours is one hour at a time. One minute at a time. One five minutes at a time. So it's 24 hours. It's not one day. Another coin is, uh, it's a 90-day card. It's a 90-day coin, right? So this 90-day coin, I also love it. It's, it's the same idea. It's not three months. Can you do something for three months? Uh-uh. Three months, I'm not even starting, right? But can you do 90 days? Can you do one day at a time? 
that I could try, right? So Rabbi Nachman is teaching that a person needs to look at life or anything that they want to accomplish. They need to look at it. They need to look at it one day at a time. You don't look at 90 days. You don't look at three months. You look at 90 days, right? You take it one day at a time. You take it moment by moment, and then you'll be able to accomplish. On the other end, he talks about procrastinating, right? And we're going to talk more about that, that a person's life gets so busy. They say, I don't have the time. I can't do it. There's too much going on in my life. I can't do it. I don't have the time. But can you do it for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> right? Can you learn something? It takes you two minutes to learn? Yeah. Can you be nice for a half a second? Yes. Then you can be nice for a whole second. Right? So it reminds me of the joke about uh, procrastination. I heard this from uh, uh, Rebbe Yomai, Rabbi, Rabbi Yoshua Kurland. So Rabbi Kurland used to say uh, there was a mother who was yelling at her child, uh, saying to her son, when are you going to do something with yourself? When are you going to, when are you going to accomplish? When are you going to stop procrastinating? And the son would say back, just wait, mom, one day you'll see, just wait. Meaning to say, we could push off things and procrastinate and push off and push off. Now's not a good time. Now's not a good time. Renakson is saying every moment, if you take it one step at a time, then you're able to accomplish. Okay. Now we're going to go into a story about Rabbi Nachman himself in Shvach Haran lesson 14. Let me do the screen share. Hold on. Okay. Can you guys see the screen share? Did it pop up? Yeah. Yep. Looks like it popped up. Okay. Yes, this is Shvach Haran. This is about Rabbi Nachman's life. Uh, and this is 14. Right? Anything that Rabbi Nachman wanted to do in the service of God was so hard for him with every type of weightiness, difficulty, and challenge in the world. Already I love that because if it was hard for Rabbi Nachman, it's going to be hard for me and you, right? Right? Initially, it was so hard for Rabbi Nachman to sit by himself in a house, Eze shows for how many hours straight to serve Hashem. This was so hard for him to sit by himself initially. But he forced himself. And he broke his desire not to. And he sat every single day for how many countless hours in a room in isolation, in bidud, in quarantine, by himself, talking to Hashem. So again, it was so hard for him, and he couldn't do it. Anything that came with serving Hashem was challenging, difficulty with all the problems in the world, but yet he persevered. And every avoda that he needed to do every day was so hard for him. It was so painful. It was so difficult for him. Like you think like you put the filling on like, like, uh, oh yeah, for Rebbe Nachman, it was like every single thing that he did was fraught with difficulty and challenges. And it was so hard for him and it was so difficult for him until he couldn't carry the burden at all. 
because of the great weightiness and heaviness and burden that it placed on him. Rather, only through this practical advice, he was able to carry the weight of his service and accomplish what he did. What's that? Every single day, he would think to himself, I only have to do it for today. I only have today. And he wouldn't look at all at tomorrow or any future time. He looked at it and he only has today. Today is the only day in existence. And therefore, he was able to carry the heavy burden of that day on him. But just for that day. Because the burden of a one day, any person could take on something and, and be tolerated for one day. Because it's only one day. Who can't do a day? But when he completed that day, when he finished his service for that day, then it came the next day from brand new, from afresh, he accepted upon himself to serve Hashem just for that day. <laughs> right? And this he always did. That he only would think to himself, I have this day. And through this, and through this, he was able to carry upon himself the heavy burden of serving God that weighed on him a lot. Without this, without this practical advice, if not for this, he wouldn't be able to at all tolerate the burden and lift himself up to serve God whatsoever. Not even a little bit he wouldn't have been able to do because it was so hard for him. It was so challenging. He was faced with so much adversity. But when he took it moment by moment, he was able to do it. And all he served Hashem every day. Everything was with, hold on, someone's posting something. Chad, we'll look at that in a second. Everything was done with challenges and difficulties and weightiness and bothersome a lot. Until he wasn't, the only way he was able to tolerate this difficulty and these challenges and the adversity was only through the advice of taking it today. He would only think in his mind, I only have today. I'd only have today. This is incredible. This is incredible. Let's see. Someone posted something in the chat over here. Chat. For some reason, it's not coming up. I don't see it. Let's see. Uh, okay. I don't know. I don't see yeah, it. Shia. 
Yes. Yeah, who wrote what you just quoted? Who was writing that? Who was describing Reb Nachman? Did he write it? Did he say that himself? Who was describing Reb Nachman? Okay. We have a question here for everyone who's watching over here. What did I just read from? This is this is a safer called Shvache Haran. Shivche Haran. Shivche Haran means the praises of Rebbe Nachman. This was written by Reb. It says over here. Hold on, uh, you probably can't see that. Okay, this was written by. Oh, we do it like this. Let's see if the autofocus kicks in. Oh, it's still backwards. This was written by Reb Nassin of Breslov. Reb Nassin of Rebbe Nachman's main student, and Reb Nassin meticulously went through. Uh, Rabbi Nachman's kind of biographical sketch of his early childhood and different pieces and things that he accomplished. And he wrote it all down. He, uh, he went around uh, and he wrote everything about, basically he wrote everything about Rabbi Nachman. And this is one of the things that I don't know how he found out that personal piece of information. Like, I don't know who he asked, you know, or I don't know if Rabbi Nachman told him that specifically. I don't know, but there's a lots of stories about him. Like another story that's brought in here is about, uh, he used to give tzedakah, Rabbi Nachman, when he was a young boy. So what would he do? I'm just going to translate it into modern terms. He used to take like a $20 bill and cash it out in corners, into quarters or, or to single dollars, right? And instead of giving the $20 bill to tzedakah, say, okay, you know, you had a check, you give a $20 bill, okay, now I gave tzedakah. What Rabbi Nachman would do is he'd give every dollar as a separate mitzvah. He says, right now I'm going to give the mitzvah of tzedakah, I'm going to be Makadish, the mitzvah of tzedakah, you know, and he'd give a dollar. And then he'd take out another dollar and he'd say, right now I'm going to give tzedakah, <laughs> right? And he'd give tzedakah and then he'd give another, and he'd do that for $20, right? So this is again, the idea of Hayom, Benjamin, you remind me of this story because you're asking just about the Safer. I wasn't planning on saying that, but, uh, that everything, it has this childhood in it. And Hayom is that every second was a new mitzvah. It wasn't just one mitzvah. Okay, give tzedakah. Every second was a new mitzvah of tzedakah. Every second was a new avoda by him. And uh, Rav Nassim went through a, uh, he recorded it all. Also in this safer, it has a, his journey to Eretz Yisrael, which is like an unbelievable story about how he went to Eretz Yisrael. And uh, it's all written down, you know. So it's one of the cool things because by many Hasidists, you don't have intimate details about the person's life. Certain in certain certain areas you do, but uh, Rav Nassim he went through and he recorded very intimate details about Rabbi Nachman's life that a, uh, gives us perspective on, on on the great difficulties and challenge that he went through. Obviously, in order to teach us that you know, in order to bring these eights down to teach us Ein la Hayom. It's like this is something modern psychology is only. They're only beginning to a uh, to scratch away, right? There was a, uh, you know, one of the deeper explanations over here is, I mean, hold on, someone's admitting this person's waiting to to the shear, right? One of the one of the things that comes out over here is that Rabbi Nachman understood, uh, besides the fact that this is an awesome story, right? But Rabbi Nachman understood that our experience of life is created moment to moment. Right. It's it's we have a moment. We have a moment to moment experience of life that gets created from the inside out and that it works moment to 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 moment. Right. So when you take it, when you take it, I say, forget about we only have today. We only have the second. We only have the minute. 
You know, <laughs> we only have the moment that we're in. As there was a psychiatrist that I studied with, uh, trained with, his name was Dr. Bill Pettit. I, I spoke about him one time in another share that I gave, but uh, he used to say, you can only live life one thought at a time. You can't live life more than one thought at a time. You could only be in the now, right? As the, the cheesy quote I like to say is like, there's no gift like the present. <laughs> you know, you put that on Instagram or something, you know, there's no gift like the present. means We only have the present moment. And Rabbi Nachman understood that our experience of reality is a moment to moment experience. But when we use our gift of thought in order to book up the future, right? When we start thinking so far in advance, so you don't even get off the ground to begin with. That's anxiety, right? Anxiety is I'm thinking I'm using my mind to book up the future, right? And depression is I'm using my mind to think about the past. Everything except to think about the now, right? Everything, everything to distract us from right now. Right now, can you do something? Yeah. Right now, can you get out of bed? Yeah. Oh, but what happened to me last week? And this is, okay, so you're living in the past. You're not living in the now, right? Even if you listen to like, like the, the, the modern day, like uh, psychologists, you know, like a, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eckhart Tolle and things like that. They talk about the power of now, right? As a book, it's like one of like crazy bestsellers, the power of now. And it's all about living in the now. Something Rabbi Nachman said 200 years ago when no one was around him in freezing cold Ukraine. I was just there uh, on Hanukkah in Uman. Uh, you know, freezing cold. Rabbi Nachman was talking about Ella, Ella, yo. He's talking about the power of now. He was talking about living in the moment, doing what you could do. And okay, you can't do everything. For one, for one minute, you could. For one moment, you could accomplish. There's always something that we can do. Okay, we're, a, uh, we're gonna go back to the screen share. Now we're going to learn a little bit from Lakuta Halachas, Hilchas Pikadon Halacha Dalid. Let me go to the share screen over here. Hold on a second. Okay, hold on. Okay, I'm kind of picking up in the middle of a piece. I'm, uh, I skipped around a little bit in this piece over here. So we're going to pick up over here. Okay. Now, Reb Nussan is talking about how every day there are so many challenges. So a person feels like they can't accomplish because like every day there's a curveball. <laughs> every, every day there's something that doesn't go your way, right? I think that doesn't need an explanation. I think we all just, we all just kind of, we all kind of know that. Right. And the truth is, according to the expansiveness of the Sitra Achra and the Klipas, the negative forces every day, of course, it's challenging and difficult to serve God. And in specific with davening. Because when you daven, that's when all the, your mind gets so distracted, it becomes hard to focus, right? This is something that is repeated over and over again in many people, right? When you daven, you could think about everything but davening, right? About Srikhan Leda, right? But you should know. But you should know today is a day, and it's part of the days of your life. And of course there's good in that day, but it's just surrounded by darkness. It's, it's covered by darkness. Because we know the shell is always the, before, the shell, the husk is always before the fruit. 
right? The skin comes always before the fruit. And a person needs to strengthen themselves in order to break through the barrier. Right? And these are all the, the, the anxiety and the worry and the depression and the mental, emotional things and the, the physical obstacles that a person goes through. And you should know. And you should know, no matter where you find yourself in life, no matter what challenges you're up to, right now, today, you could come close to God. And if you search, and if you really search out, you'll be able to find for yourself the good that is found in that day. Because there is no day that doesn't have good in it. it. means there's good in every day. Like the Zohar brings. Come and see all six days of creation. And you won't find that there's not a day that it doesn't say the word tov by it. Good. He's quoting from the Zohar now. And every day there's something that comes from the outside that a person didn't consider. <laughs> like the darkness that covers the light, right? So every day there are things distracting us. Every day there's difficulties. Al-Kain, therefore, so therefore, a person needs to know when it appears to you that today you can't daven, you can't learn, you can't serve God. Right? That comes to a, that comes from the darkness that uh, came before the light. Right? First there was darkness, and then there was light. Right, because since darkness was created first, the darkness covers over the day that's the good that's found in every day. And that brings all the difficulties and challenges that me and you face every day. Because it says today, how many times you come on you say today was a waste of a day. Today doesn't count. Tomorrow. Today doesn't count, right? What did you do today? It seems like a person places no importance on the day as if, as if that day wasn't part of his life. Become, oh, today was a crazy day, right? We all say that today was a crazy day, meaning to say it was a waste of a day. I didn't accomplish, I didn't do. This comes from the darkness that covers over the daytime. It's as if today you couldn't come close to God. Like, like we find by most people, they don't really search out and correct their ways. Hold on, go into the next, next uh, piece over here. Hold on. Hold on, I just need to pull up the next screen share. Nope, that was not it. Hold on. Okay. Right, and specifically, 
right? A person gets so beaten up by the day, basically. So you say, what I accomplished today? I didn't really do anything. As, as if the day wasn't part of your life, especially when there's something good you might need to accomplish. Because now you have something good you need to do. You become so confused during the day. Until a person, until a person, uh, all his days get swallowed up and he doesn't accomplish anything. Like today you need to go grocery shopping. Right? How can you come close to Hashem and that? That's a waste of time. Right? Or I need to do my taxes. Right? And today's a travel day. On these days, a person's frantically busy. Right? It's funny. Like he says, like you went to the marketplace. Like how much more distracted are we nowadays with social media and the phones? Today I'm traveling and I need to load stuff up in the car. And I need to tend to my business and fix and make sure everything's in order. And you know what happened to me? Today I got into a fight with someone or someone treated me bad or can you believe what this customer said or that employee just never listens to what I do? There's something always that comes up. And today you have to go to a bar mitzvah or you got to go to a suda, or you got to go meet someone. And because there are obstacles that occur, and every single day a person becomes totally disoriented. Until his entire life, every single day is filled. So even on the days when a person can accomplish, where he's not so busy and things weren't so bad, Right, a person gets so habituated to say life is going to go nowhere. There's always difficulties. I can't accomplish. What am I going to do? So even when you can do something, you know, this is awesome. This is like Rav Nassin. Binyamin, I, I just want to point out this is the same Rav Nassin who wrote the Shvach Ayran over here. It's the same person. The uh, Kolzeh. Didn't he write almost everything that Rabbi he wrote? Everything, yeah. He wrote Lukutar Lachas, he wrote Sipurim Isias, he wrote. There's an amazing book. Uh, I mean, I have it, it's, it's it's right outside my room over here, but there's an amazing book I'd recommend for anyone listening to this. If they want to know about Rev Nassin, it's through fire, it's, it's the most, I promise you, you'll love the book. It's called Through Fire and Water. Uh, the Life of Rev Nassin of Breslov, written by Rev Chaim Kramer, the head of uh, Breslov Research Institute. And he wrote this book. It's very, it's a thick book, but it's awesome. Vinyamin, you'll love the book. Uh, it's, it might be, I don't, I don't, it's, it's a thick book, you know, so it might be a little bit more costly, but worth every penny, it will change your life. It's all about Rav Nussin, and uh, it, it's a phenomenal book. Okay. Because canal, right? And then this all comes from. Uh, this comes from like outside things that bother us every day. This comes from the darkness that preceded creation. Right? It comes from the Pagama Simpson, not going into that now. Which has to do with fixing the Miyatalavana, right? Because 
uh, they were two Rishuyos, and then it said, how are you going to have two Rishuyos? There's the sun and the moon, they were the same, so there was some sort of erring that happened at that point that the, 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 the moon had to be diminished because you can't have two kings, okay? It's, we're not going into that part now. Therefore, this has to do with Sviris Omer. Therefore, we count the days of the Omer because the Omer has to do with fixing the Simpsons. I'm just going to skip uh, down to here over here. Oops, hold on. Uh, and Rav Nassim further wrote A person needs to strengthen themselves every day according to that day. And if a person, and if a person, a, uh, sorry. And if every day a person feels attacked or discouraged that they can't even daven properly, right? Oh, I would daven if I come on time to Minion. Well, I don't come on time to Minion, right? Or, Oh, they daven too fast at this minion, so I can't daven properly. Or, oh, no, this one minion, they daven too slow in. Oh, this one, they never start on time. This one starts too early, right? So there's always something is going to distract you from davening. Uh, oh, there's no minion by me. It's not a good time. It's, uh, there's always something. The the Pekin, nevertheless, you still need to believe today is a day. It's not a waste of a day. And this day goes into the counting of your life. And if you are unable to daven at all today, it sounds like you didn't even daven. You missed Shachris. You didn't daven Mincha. You didn't daven Mariv. And it's impossible for you to daven. The shoe open whatsoever. So today, you couldn't daven. So do something else. Kill Gon, live more Yoser, like learn more. Oh, the Asuk permits us Chasadim or do Chesed. Oh, I love this. You gotta love this. You couldn't daven, but you can learn. So learn. It's not all or nothing. It's not black or white. Oh, Lomar, Shartachino Subakashos or say Tehillim. The Sicho Beno Leben Kono. Talk to yourself in the Creator in spite of this. Right? Because Hashem wanted to make the Jewish people Therefore, Hashem gave us Torah and mitzvahs. Baruch Hashem, Rav Nosson says, how much can we enliven ourselves every day? With learning Torah mitzvahs. We have so many mitzvahs. Hashem gave us such a schus, every day we can make something of our lives. The main thing is that you should not mistake. Do not mistake. Don't think today was a waste of a day. Because you need to think, I only have today. Like it says, today, if you listen to my voice, we only have today. There's so much we could accomplish in life. There's so much we could do, right? But we think, oh, it was a waste of a day. What do I do? What do I accomplish? I can't. 
I can't serve God today because I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this. I have to do that. If my employee would speak to me nicely, if I had more money, if I had a nicer car, I can't serve because I got to go fill up on gas. No, I have to go to the grocery store. Mind you, nowadays, you could just order it on an app. You don't even have to go in, but that takes time. So by the time you just completely throw in the towel, you don't even start. We don't even do what we're supposed to do, right? And then it comes a time when you actually could do. And then you're just, we're habituated into understanding that we can't do. So we don't even grab onto anything. We don't even begin to, we don't even begin to a, uh, do things and get things off the ground. So this is incredible. This is incredible uh, idea. And it's incredible truth for life. And I, and I mentioned in the introduction, I want to learn this because, you know, they say on New Year's, all the gyms get their go on sale now, you know, because everyone's taking New Year's resolutions and everyone's like, oh, it's going to be a good year. But you're going to think about the year. Uh, 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 uh. Then it's never going to happen. So they sign up and they say, I can't work out for a year. I can't exercise for a year. That's impossible. Right. Can you do it for one day? That you could do. That you could do. You could exercise one day. Can you do it three times a week? No, three times a week. You know how busy I am? I can't do that three times a week. That's crazy. You know how much time it takes? Can you do it for one day? Yeah, so you can do it for one day. And then the next day, can you do it now in this very moment? Yeah, I think I can find some time. So you do it. How much more so with learning? How much more so with mitzvahs? How much more so with any goal that a person wants to accomplish in their life? To take it moment by moment, minute by minute, to not use your mind to think of anxiety, to not to you think about living in the past, just sitting there being depressed, nothing nothing worked out, nothing's ever going to work out. What's the point in trying? The Rabbi Nachman is teaching that we have, there's the, the way the Shefa comes down to reality is moment by moment by moment by moment, right? So if you take it, Hayom Imlukal Tishmu, so then you're experiencing life the way life actually works. You're now living in line with the principles of life. And what's the, you're living in line with reality. Instead of being a fish swimming upstream, swimming against the current, when you live life, I only have right now. So now you're living life in line with the present moment. You're living life in tune with the way reality actually works. So, of course, if you're living life with the way reality actually works, you're going to work better. You're going to not be discouraged. You're going to be able to accomplish whatever it is. You're going to be able to learn more Torah, right? And I just love this line in Rav Nassim. Rav Nassim says, right, we think we wasted our days. We think, what can I really accomplish? Rav Nassim says this amazing, right? He says, right, he says, uh, Hashem wanted to make a zocha. So therefore, here by Lehem Torah mitzvahs, right? He gave us Torah and mitzvahs. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, we have what to bring ourselves alive, right? So if you can't learn today, do chesed. You can't learn Gemara today, learn halacha. You can't learn halacha today, read a book about a tzaddik, <laughs> right? You can't even bring yourself to read a book about a tzaddik. Listen to a two-minute class. You can't do something about them. How about call up a friend and have sichas chaveirim? Call someone up and tell them what's on your heart. That's a mitzvah. 
right? The Gemara says, Worries in your heart? Speak it out to a friend. Give tzedakah. Don't waste your time, <laughs> right? Not wasting time is a mitzvah, being productive, right? Go exercise. Right? Clean your house. Do something nice for your spouse, for your wife, right? Millions of mitzvahs. There's no reason why we need to waste our lives. There's no reason why we can't accomplish. There's no reason why we couldn't set out to do what we want to do. And I just want to, I just want to read from this. I was actually looking for something. I couldn't find it. You know, when we take life, when we take life moment by moment, when we look at this advice that we only have now. So what happens is, one of the things that happen is, is that a person starts to come home. A person starts to feel like them true selves. They start to have a quieter mind. Their mind becomes less busy. A person becomes wiser. They're able to think more clearly. And then from that place, that state of mind, that frame of reference, you're able to accomplish a lot. And I want to read this poem over here. This is a poem I was actually looking for a different one. I couldn't find it. Uh, but this poem serves, serves, as, serves well also. And this is about, you know, we're talking about living life moment by moment, not to be filled with so much worry and anxiety and thinking that we can't accomplish and beating ourselves up, right? So when we live life moment by moment, we're able to come home. This poem goes like this. Coming, this was written by Sue Pettit. I think she passed, she's passed since. Coming home, it's called Coming Home. Coming home to peace and quiet. Coming home to feelings warm. Coming home where there's a fullness where love in me is born. Coming home's a simple journey. Takes no movement on my part. Instead of listening to my thoughts, I listen with my heart. You know, and I thought that's just a beautiful poem. Coming home's a simple journey. Takes no movement on my part. Instead of listening to my thoughts, I listen with my heart. Right? When we take life moment by moment by moment, when we listen to what Rabbi Nachman says, Hayom im tishma'u, right? Ela hayom. You only have the moment that you're in. So then a person's deeper feelings of coming home, their deeper feelings of wanting to accomplish, their deeper feelings of being able to accomplish, of not running themselves down and being overly critical on themselves or just throwing in the towel saying, I can't accomplish, I can't do anything, what's the point, right? So then a person's able to, to live life one thought at a time, right? And they're able to come home. They're able to be their true selves. They're able to find their deeper nature and they're able to live life to the max. They're able to live life to the fullest and really start serving Hashem properly and really start accomplishing and really start doing. So uh, with that, everyone... I wish everyone that they, uh, they should have not only a happy New Year's, but every minute, every moment, every second of our lives, we should experience the true fullness of Hashem, which is behind the scenes, the true fullness of the deeper reality, which we live in, the true fullness of the Shefa that's coming down to us from moment to moment to moment. 
and we should be able to just hop around and whatever we could, whatever we could do, however we could accomplish, whatever we could hop around, we should be able to do that. And good job, everyone. Thank you, Rabbi. Is there any, any, uh,